Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two here on Friday morning. And uh, we got an app chat message from Jeff in Fall River that came in uh, in the last hour. He says, Lamone is wired, LOL. It's 325 a.m. in Vegas. Yes, Lamone is wired 24 hours a day. And uh, I don't think it matters to him if it's 325 a.m. or p.m. or what time it is. Uh, He's just always going and he's always, well, Lamone. Uh, let's go back to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning, Tim. How are you doing? Got up a little bit late. I missed the Truck of John segment this morning. Um, I This guy's really slick from uh, uh, this war. He's trying to push this money through real quick uh, and the aid for um, his country. Um and what's going to happen here, I think, is he's trying to get this war maybe probably to end. And then why this administration is still in, in business, he's going to hit them up to rebuild this country. And, boy, I'll tell you, if, this, if the United States goes along with rebuilding the Ukraine, we're in a deep, deep trouble. We're, you know, I, I, I smell a rat. With all this, with the war, I mean, this guy's an ex-comedian. And uh, I I just think, you know, he's going to hit us up to rebuild the Ukraine. Well, I don't, I don't think being an ex-comedian, you know, cancels him out. I mean, if you look at Al Franken was a comedian, he was a very effective legislator. Uh, I, well, I beg to differ there. But, well, you might not uh, agree with his policies, but he, he knew how to do the job. Ronald, well, Reagan, Ronald Reagan was an actor. Donald Trump was a game show host. Yeah, but they 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 showed capability. This guy here, it, it, we know the Ukraine is dirty. We we knew the Ukraine was dirty before. First of all, it's before. just Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. It's just Ukraine. It's the name of the country. Well, whatever. I said, what I'm saying is we're going to get hit to rebuild. Why this administration is in, in we're going to get hit in an agreement to rebuild that country, and we just can't afford to do that. And, I, I, think, and I, think that, I think that would be a hard sell to the American people. I think, you know, you can, you can convince people that holding off Russia is in the best interest of the United States and the rest of the world, but then to say, oh, yeah, now we're going to commit all this money to rebuilding it, I think that would be something that would be, I don't, I don't know how well that would go over with the, the American public as a whole. How do you feel about that? What, what would about you, rebuilding it? Yeah. 
Uh, you know how it usually works in these situations is they end up giving the country a loan to do it, and then that loan never gets paid back and all that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. moving numbers around kind of thing. I think that if you have, you know, Russia responsible for some of this, they have to pay some of the the damage that is done. You know, they you have to hold them responsible for it too. And I think that when you enter into a war with another country, the damage that happens is kind of your, your responsibility at that point. Yeah. Well, we know that'll never get repaid. <laughs> That's just never going no, to happen. No, I mean, it's Ukraine's responsibility. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think you can give them... You can give them some assistance because you want to make sure the country stays stable. The The downside of not helping and rebuilding is that that cre- can create a vacuum for, you know, a less friendly government to come in and, and step in and, and take over. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're preserving the democracy that's there. But at the same time, you know, you also don't want to be footing that entire bill either. Well, what, what the other thing I don't understand is, too, we're not seeing any footage from the front lines, nothing uh, there's not any TV coverage from the front lines. We're saying, and you know, originally they said in a week to two weeks, the Ukraine will fall. The Russians would just walk right over them. Well, it never happened. And before they got all the aid from the United States, I mean, it was a long time down the road before they get any aid from the United States. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, Putin. Never got the job done, and and I, you know, that's what we were told right from the get go that you know he could do this in a matter of a week to two weeks. I think because a lot of the problem was I think no people in his own country aren't supportive of it, so he's he doesn't have the resources that he needs to get it done, the manpower. Yeah. Well. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you have you. a good day. And uh, let's go over here. We still we have uh, two lines open five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How you doing? Ah, not too bad. Um, so, is there no oversight into all the money that's being funneled into Ukraine? I mean, I I guess even having oversight, oversight gets overruled. I mean, does it? I mean, it's wild. I mean, this is a significant amount of money that is just unaccountable, right? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's unaccountable. We know I mean, how we don't know where we don't we don't exactly know where it's going, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm sure there's receipts. I'm sure that it's accounted for. Just because we don't know doesn't mean that the government doesn't know. Didn't we accidentally send them an extra sum of money, like a significant amount of money, without even knowing that we did it? We that was that was that. that was just a tip. That was yeah. we added twenty percent. <laughs> I wish somebody would tip me. Um, so. That other caller keeps referencing, like, his little class on socialism. It sounds to me like he's discovered Glenn Beck's book, The Original Argument. I wish he would just cite it as his source. Um, now, this position that's been made um, to to help uh, uh, fill these vacant properties, is that is that like rental properties or just anything that's vacant? How, how does that work? So it, it's basically like eminent domain? No, so what it is is it's um there's there's all these buildings that have been sitting empty and right. and some of them are owned by individuals, some of them are owned by companies, some of them are owned by banks, but this person's job is going to be because I guess that there's, you know, so much paperwork for lack of a better term that's that's bogging down a lot of these 
these properties from moving forward or disinterest or what have you, that this person's job is going to be to contact the people that own each one of those properties and to work with them to say, okay, why is this sitting empty? What is the reason here? So rather than just, you know, finding them if they don't put them on a registry or putting them on the registry and having them sit there empty, finding out, is there something that we can do? Is it a matter of, you know, you inherited this house from your from your grandfather and you don't have any money to, to refurbish it, so it's just going to sit there empty until eventually you'll decide to sell it. You know, can we step in and maybe help you in some way with facilitating that, whether it be connecting you with somebody who could help you get a low interest loan or, you know, maybe it could be a matter of finding somebody that wants to buy the property from you. So this person is just going to be really a facilitator that um, helps connect the dots for people that, that might not know what the process is to go through for that. And just to follow up on why some of these properties are sitting empty. Are they going to be able to leverage against any of the homeowners or is it just more of an aid? I mean, it's if, just are they going to the way it's be being described pressure and find people, I mean, for having empty property, isn't, I mean, as long as the property is safe, isn't that no, your prerogative? I'm, I'm sorry. Are they, so they can find people for not put, if they're, if the place is vacant, it has to go on a list of vacant properties. Uh, that was started in 2008 after the housing crisis. Is so, the homeowner or landowner's responsibility to put it on that list? Yes, and if oh, it's it is. and if it's not registered, at least according to the New Bedford Lights reporting. So, and if they don't do that, they can be fined. So, what they're doing is huh. they're trying to instead of being punitive in the way that they handle this, they're trying to reach out and find out what the issue is. I think it's a good idea, and I think it's it's something that you know, even if out of these 570 homes that are that are vacant in the city, if they fill a hundred of them. You know, uh, two right. years from now, I think that's that's a win. Right. Is, it, is there any up or downside to registering your property on that list of vacant properties? Uh, from what yeah, I can gather, no. I think it's just a matter of letting people know that, that it's formality. vacant. That's all. And I think that that's pro I mean, I, I don't know all the ins and outs as to why that exists, but it's certainly helpful if, like, you see people going in and out of that building and then you know that it's listed as a vacant property, then that gives you the right to go in there and investigate if there's squatters and if there's the chance for, you know, a fire that might happen. So it's, I think it's more of a safety and, and, and a public health reason to want to make sure that you have that listed too. All right. Well, thanks, Tim. Have a great day. You as well. Take care. Welcome to Friday. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And the weekend is uh, starting yeah, now and it'll be over in about uh, 10 seconds. Yep. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning. I was just going to say regarding the Ukrainian conflict, it's sort of a um, really lose-lose. I mean, you know, if you, if you, I understand the kind of American first isolationism that says that we should not get involved, we shouldn't be the world police. But on the flip side, it seems like a bad idea to let a bad actor like Putin just increase his landmass and just absorb a sovereign country and not do anything about it. And so, I mean, obviously, like, where do you draw a line in terms of just allowing somebody to um, take neighboring land? It seems like, you know, if you're talking about uh, a world order where there's like laws and people have, we have sovereign countries and we, and we don't allow other countries to do that, it seems like we're doing the right thing. We're just supplying them with weapons. We're not actually putting American boots on the ground, which I think would be a bad idea. It seems like it's something that like we sort of have to do as opposed to the alternative, which is just letting him, I mean, who knows what he's going to want to uh, take next. And then the other side to that, which I also think is part of the reason that America is doing it, is not so um, magnanimous on their part. I think the other thing is that we're getting, uh, you know, frontline intel as to how Russia conducts a hot war. I mean, it's, it reminds me of the, the Patriots putting the cameras and, and videotaping the signals. Like, 
for us, we're getting a bunch of information about their capabilities, their limitations, like all of the stuff Russia can do at zero humanitarian cost for us. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's costing us money, but like what we're gaining from knowledge about our, our enemy is invaluable. And I think that's part of one of the reasons that we're so involved in this is because it's not just about saving Ukraine. I think that we have an ulterior motive, which is to learn as much as we can about the military capabilities. I don't know what you think about that. Well, and that's that's why I made that reference earlier to John about, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And that's the situation that we're in. As long as Putin is in power, Russia is going to be a, an antagonist to us. They're going to be an enemy. And so, yeah, you're right. Being able to gather that information is invaluable. Also, having Ukraine weaken Russian forces lessens any kind of threat against us. But then the other side of that is as Russia gets weakened, they start turning to China, they start tur turning to North Korea, and then who knows where it goes from there. Right. All right, Tim, I got to go. Have a good weekend. You can take it easy. And uh, we will uh, take more of your phone calls, 508-996-0500. We'll take more of your app chat messages. We will take more of your open line voicemails if you want to send those over. And um, I don't, nobody really sends those voicemails, and I don't, I don't get why. Is it, is it, it's not hard. It's easy to do. I can certainly walk you through it if you need it, but I'm going to take everybody that sends one of those voicemails that says, you know, hi, I'm Tim and I'm listening in Fairhaven and I like WBSM because I get all the latest news of the day and I can call in and yell at the guy that's on in the morning. Anybody that leaves us an open line voicemail along those lines, you're going to get entered to win a seize the deal certificate, right? It's that easy. So why not? Why not do it? So, uh, yeah, just leave us an open line voicemail telling us your name, where you're listening from, and what you like about WBSM. Maybe you can even tell us the way you prefer to listen. Do you listen on AM? Do you listen on FM? Do you listen on the app? Do you listen on the website? And anybody that does that, you're going to get entered to win a Seize the Deal certificate. And we've got some great Seize the Deals for you to be able to win. But also, you know, if you go to SeizeTheDeal.com, we have great deals every day. What do we have going on at SeizeTheDeal.com right now, Tim? Well, we have $20 to Ponchero's Mexican Grill for $10. We have $20, I'm sorry, $25 to What's Cooking for $12.50. We have $20 to Sonic for $10. But we've got some other deals that are coming up soon. How about $50 to Black Salt for $25? That's coming up soon. How about... Later on today, $50 to 110 Grill for just $25. And also, coming up at 9 a.m. this morning, $50 in gift certificates to Tipsy Toboggan for just $25. And I, I went to Tipsy Toboggan uh, a few weeks ago. My friend Amanda was down from, from northern New England. We went and visited Miss Lizzie's Coffee. And uh, then we were going to get some lunch before we went axe throwing at Stumpy's Hatchet House. And when we were, when you know, she's like, I want to get lunch. I was like, I know exactly where to take you. It's right over by Stumpy's. You're going to love it. We went to Tipsy Toboggan and we both got the same salad, which had fried goat cheese balls on it. So it's a nice big salad, you know, all kinds of great ingredients. And then on the side, they had a, a stick with two fried goat cheese balls on it. And I had never had fried goat cheese balls before. I'd had goat cheese, of course, but never like that. Oh, man, was that delicious. 
And that's just one of the many great items they have over there at Tipsy Toboggan. And you can get it for half price when you get a $50, $50 in gift certificates to Tipsy Toboggan, which is $25 on sale at 9 a.m. this morning from SeizeTheDeal.com. All right, I got to take a break here. We'll be back in just a few moments. If you ever change your mind about leaving, leaving me, leaving me behind, bring it to me, bring your sweet loving, bring it on home to me. And if you want to see Van Morrison tonight or Sunday night, there's still tickets available at ppacri.org. He's playing the Providence Performing Arts Center in Providence. You can get tickets at ppacri.org or by calling 421-401, rather. Call 401-421-ARTS. Let's squeeze in a quick call here before you have to go to the news. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. It's Getty. How are you? My nose is stuffed. Oh, no. <laughs> No, so I probably sound a little weird. I slept with both windows open. I love it, the crisp air and everything. But um, I guess two is too much. The night before I had one open and and I was fine. Um, So I just wanted to say everybody's um, got themselves in a hoopla over uh, Biden supporting Ukraine. So I think, like, everybody needs to look at Biden giving Iran their money back that we, you know, forced on them. And prisoner exchange, because to me, Iran, when um, Russia was using the drones and just cremating Ukraine, uh, the the Ukraine said that the markings on it was definitely um, from Iran. So now this deal goes down with Biden, and I'm like, hmm, Biden must have said, listen, please stop giving Russia, you know, these drones, because out of the blue, this deal gets made. So that right there in itself, and they do have a way to track the money is supposed to be used in a humanitarian way. And I know they do have somebody that's going to be knowing what Iran is doing with it. So I'm sure that one guy that called in and he's saying, oh, I don't know. Um, how, how does anybody know what, he, what he's going to do with all that money? Well, I'm sure just the same way we know anybody else. You know, we've got people that are on top of that in the White House. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so that's, you know, my thing to it. Um, we can't let Russia take over Ukraine because it's about the Black Sea. If he gets the Black Sea, uh, that water is now controlled by Russia. And Russia already has North Korea because North Korean president, uh, he went over there. And um, they are, they've, they've got so much nuclear weapons, it's ridiculous. So, and they already got China on their side, too. So we're, we're sitting ducks. So I think everybody should be happy that we're trying to not give up. Ukraine. All right. Well, I thank you for the call. Yeah, and I just wanted to also say, um, I'm going to go Sunday to Kohl's. Oh, okay. Seventy percent off. Um, I'll be there around two, and I'll I'll, I'll call you on the uh, store radio. Sounds good to me. I'll call your name out. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I like it. Yeah. So I hope you have a good weekend. I just wanted to tell you that, and I just think it's funny everybody's. Um, got you talking about the war and stuff. That's usually not, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about some other stuff too. Yeah, because I know you you're, you're a very colorful person. Well, thank you. You have a great weekend. Oh, thank you. You too. Take care. Bye bye. 
And uh, now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. UAW President Sean Fain will give an update to union members today at 10 a.m. As he set a deadline of noon for expanding their strike against the Detroit Three automakers unless substantial progress in contract talks have been made. Auto workers like Mark Kane remain on the picket line at Ford's plant in Wayne, and the strike also includes a Stellantis factory in Toledo and a General Motors plant in Missouri. This out here is about the money. It's all about the money. If the executive's going to be making money like this, why we can't make money like this? Fain is seeking a 32-hour work week, pay raises maxing out at 46%, and an end to the tiered wage system. But all companies say those demands can't be met. The Biden administration is is taking action to curb gun violence. President Biden is set to introduce the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention at a Rose Garden event today. Vice President Harris will leave the office, which will coordinate efforts to reduce shooting injuries and deaths nationwide. Members of law enforcement are expected to attend, along with survivors of gun violence and political leaders. They will have more than five. There have been more than 500 mass shootings in the U.S. this year, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Two adults are dead and five students are in critical condition after a charter bus carrying members of a high school marching band rolled down an embankment in New York. Governor Kathy Hochul said Thursday's incident left more than 40 people injured. It happened in Orange County as the bus was going from Long Island's Farmingdale High School to band camp in Pennsylvania. One of the adults killed was identified as the director of the marching band. 17 writer, and 17 writers, including Game of Thrones author George R.R. R. Martin, are suing OpenAI and its chat GBT, GPT program for unlawfully copying their works. Michael Connolly, the author of Bosch and The Lincoln Lawyer, also claims his books were taken out of it without his consent. The lawsuit was filed in Manhattan Federal Court and alleges damaging infringement to registered copyrights. In sports, the Boston Red Sox will be in the city of Chicago, the Windy City, for a game against the White Sox. First pitch is today at 7.10 p.m. And for all you football fans, it's the Patriots versus the Jets on Sunday at 1 p.m. And now here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. Sunshine starts off your day today. We are expecting clouds to build in gradually through the day. It'll be nice and warm, comfortable too, with a high of 71. As we look to Saturday, we're looking at a lot of clouds. Rain will be developing from south to north and will be with us for the whole day. Temps will be cooler too at 61. And for Sunday, cloudy with a chance of showers. Your high near 65. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 53 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM. And get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. It's okay if you listen in the shower. Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll be joined by City Council President Linda Morad. And joining her today will be Ward 2 Councilor Maria Giesta. And yesterday, Barry had an article at WBSM.com and on the app. And also, uh, you can find it on our Facebook page, where he was looking at whether the South Coast prefers Subway or Jersey Mike's. That's the basis of his article. You know, just kind of one of those things where let's take a look at these two options and see which one people prefer. And I can tell you the answer for me is Jersey Mike's far and away. But, you know, some people have their favorites. And I can, I, I also kind of went through the comments on WBSM and Fun 107's Facebook pages and it seemed Jersey Mike's was the clear winner. There were very few people that were choosing Subway over Jersey Mike's. But uh, on the WBSM page, there was an especially, well, a special amount of people who were commenting what always happens whenever you mention a chain restaurant. Everybody has to come in with their, neither, go to a mom and pop. And every time that happens, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Every chain that operates here on the South Coast, the people who work in those chain restaurants are your friends, your neighbors, your family. They are local people. So just because they work for a chain doesn't mean that they are not local people. And in fact, most chains are franchised by local owners. So the idea that supporting a chain means that you don't support local people is ridiculous. Also, you can do both. Just because Barry asked, do you prefer Subway or Jersey Mike's, doesn't mean people will never go to Palace Pizza or Metro or Yaya's or any of the other great local places that we have. They're going to go to Pizzoni's. They're going to go to every other sandwich or any other place that has sandwiches. They're going to go there too. But the question was, do you prefer Subway or Jersey Mike's? And in, instead, it's just everybody chiming in with, no, go to local places. Go to mom and pop. Like, it, it's, first of all, you're lying. You don't only go to local places. You've gone to Subway. You've gone to Jersey Mike's. Don't lie. But it just, it aggravates me every time I see that. And I knew it. As soon as uh, the article was published and it went up on Facebook, I was like, here come all the comments. All the people that are, there's one particular guy who anytime you put out an article about a chain restaurant, he's going to come in with his, you should only support locally owned businesses argument. Well, that's the great thing is people have freedom of choice. They can go where they want to go. And some people prefer to go to a chain because they like the comfort of getting it the same. I, I know somebody, I'm related to somebody who doesn't like to go to independently owned restaurants because they're concerned that it won't be what they like, that it won't be what they're used to, that they might order something that they, now I'm, I think it's an irrational fear. You're going to eat again. It's not going to be the last meal you ever have. It's not going to ruin your life if it wasn't what you expected. But you can, you can also do both. You can eat in chains and you can eat mom and pops and have a nice balance. 
508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Wow, that was a nice little segment. We got we get everything on this show, huh? <laughs> it's a Absolutely. smorgasbord of topics. It is a smorgasbord of topics. And I, lately, I just don't bother calling in because the hypocrisy that's out there, you know, with this administration juxtaposed to the previous, the things that are going on are just unfathomable. And it's like nobody even really... It's like we're getting numb to this, the border crossings, et cetera, thousands of people. And then the flip to it is, well, we have a housing crisis. <laughs> of course we have a housing crisis. We don't have anywhere to put them because day after day, week after week, you know, illegals are, are, are flooding the borders, right? And so the biggest part, I'm just listening to it right now, so so in the Rose Garden today, we're going to get uh, the president signing in some gun legislation, correct? Mm-hmm juxtapose that to his son who is facing federal falsification of firearm charges now just just think about that right now if one of donald trump's kids was facing criminal federal charges for falsifying a gun application can you only imagine the talking heads the people on talk radio their heads would be exploding right now with this but there's really nothing to see and we can't even question the FBI director. Did you have to, did you get involved? Did you say anything to anybody? I mean, just, just the people that are listening, if you could just hear this, the president's going to sign legislation, but yet his son lied. Now, now people who maybe, I'm not saying all, lie on a gun application to get a gun illegally, maybe you shouldn't be the type of people that should have a gun. And I'm not saying that that would turn into some kind of mass shooting or something like that. But I'm just saying, when you throw it out there, it is absolutely unbelievable. And do you think anyone in the mainstream media talk with, is even going to bring that up? Because it, it just doesn't make well, any sense. I, I, mean, I, I think uh, in conservative media, and certainly, you know, syndicated talk radio will be part of that. And the, you know, right-leaning uh, new cable news stations, I'm sure they're talking about it. But again, and it, this is just one little small snapshot of, of the hypocrisy that continues to go on with this administration. There's un, unlimited amounts of money going to Ukraine, unlimited amounts with no checks and balances. We don't know what's going on. Right. But but we know because Joe Biden in his own voices has has talked about collusion with Ukraine when he said, hey, I told the Ukrainians you ain't getting that billion dollars unless you fire that district attorney. Like. He, so we know, and forget about the laptop, we know just in his own words that, that, that he's had dealings with Ukraine, and there's a relationship there, a, a money, do what we want kind of relationship. And again, the liberals years ago would be like, why are we meddling with other countries? We shouldn't be meddling. You know, we, we, we're not the police. We're not the superpower. Of the world. We're not the world's policemen. Where are all those libs now that used to just cringe when we get involved in a country? See, so if we were helping, say, I don't know, Israel like this, do you think the libs wouldn't lose their mind if we were giving Israel hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And, and with no checks and balances, and they could do whatever they wanted with that money, you know, the libs would lose their mind. But, but again, here, nothing to see. They want to give more money and more money and more money. Like, it, it really is it's tough to, to, to listen to the news and listen to, the, to what's going on because it is so back-ass words 
that that it doesn't it doesn't even make sense when the previous administration this guy got grief for every little single thing he did every wall he put up every every tax cut that was given oh it's for the rich like I mean, I don't know. Am I, am I missing something? Am I in a well, microcosm I mean, right let, now? Let, I let, me, let me counteract this, too, because, you know, I write a lot of news stories here and write about people that are charged with gun violations and all of that. Mm-hmm. And the, the counter argument to that would be, you know, you're, you're saying that this is like getting swept under the rug, this thing with Hunter Biden and the gun. Other people will look at that and say, you know, most time, first time offenders who didn't commit a crime usually don't get prosecuted for what he's being charged with like normally it is something that is is not an issue but the fact that he is hunter biden i think is why he is getting you know prosecuted on these crimes because re- he he didn't commit any crimes with the gun all he did was lie on the form and it there's nothing else that happened as a result of that that is a crime so there's there's no reason to push the prosecution of this yet they obviously are well let me just say something you know at- I think you or I, you lie on an application and see what happens, because I think they take that extremely serious. And my underlying feeling is this is just a ruse. There's so much on this guy. He's so crooked. He's so filthy. I mean, it's so bad. If there's so much on him, why is this what they have against him? Why don't they have more? come on. You you know, the FBI sat on his laptop for an entire year, and there's treasure troves of stuff in there, crack pipes with him smoking, pictures with him with hookers, things that she was doing to him. Like, come on. So so what? This is the least, this is the, the, not even the worst thing. So I think they figure, hey, if we just get Hunter Biden on lying on on a, on a gun permit charge of which his dad's going to be signing some kind of legislation. Anyway, that everybody will go away. Hey, look at the shiny penny over here, but don't look at the loads of cash over here. So, so clearly I think this is, this is orchestrated, right? Because, but nonetheless, and you, this is just, this is just wrong. And then you have thousands of, uh, of documents, right? That were in Joe Biden's garage next to his Corvette, right? Classified documents, which he shouldn't have ever had because he was vice president, not the president. So he's not privy to that. Again, nothing to see here. But hey, let's go after, you know, Trump and Mar-a-Lago and see what's going on. I mean, like, there is no way. Well, you you do do know there was a difference. You do know that Donald Trump was showing those classified documents to people Ah, that didn't have security clearance. difference. There's always a difference. Well, because there is a difference. You can't ignore the fact that there's a difference because you're trying to equate them. Stop talking and listen to what I'm saying. You You can't dismiss the difference because you don't like the fact that there's a difference. There is a difference between having documents sitting in a garage and nobody has come forward and claimed that they saw them and taking those documents out and waving them around and showing them to people that don't have security clearances. That's the difference. See, And that's why, like, Shows like yours where it's just one-sided, liberal bastions. Your company that owns your radio station owns like another 30 or 40, and they're based out of New York, and it's another liberal network. So I don't I don't expect you Oh, guys, my God. You have no idea what you're talking about. You do realize that okay. most of the talk stations that are owned by this company syndicate right-wing conservative talk shows, right? Oh, I beg to No, you don't, because you don't know what you're talking about. Listen to you defending everything I countered. Because everything that you're saying is wrong. What about the ones in his office in Washington? Come on. The guy lied on a gun charge, uh, on a thing. That's a federal offense. 
I don't care. But you know what? You got an excuse for that. You got an excuse for the documents, but not Trump. Trump was waving documents around. <laughs> how about how about Joe Biden? Did you not read the indictment against him? A billion dollars if you don't fire this guy. How do you defend that? Do you did you not read the indictment against Trump? Did you not read what he's being charged with? I've seen there's little things like that, and and that, so so we can just so so you're saying I'm I'm biased, but you you don't have a bias at all. You're a rationally normal thinking human being, and I'm I'm a crazy leftist I, loon. And it's people like you is the reason why we're going to continue to go down this rabbit hole. We're okay, be in well that's fine. Debt. We're okay. going to let more illegals in. And I again, I listen to your show because my wife does. I don't bother calling in because you got a bunch of lemmings calling your show, and except with the exception of maybe me. And, and right, you you are the you are the you are the standard bearer here, yes. And defend the company that owns you guys, and you you blow out a conservative guy like Phil Pally Logos to replace him with a lib. That's awesome. All right, you're done. <laughs> I uh, don't come armed to this battle of wits without the knowledge. Okay. This company is not a leftist company. This company is not, they, this company has no position. This company is a publicly traded company. It has no position. It hires the talk show hosts, which are, by the way, hired on the local level by the local management because they hire the people that they think will do the best job. And it doesn't matter what their political leanings are. Do we like the fact that we have more balance now? Yes, it's great. But we have the people that we have on here because we think the people that are on here do a great job talking about local issues. In fact, I will tell you this. I don't, I don't think that there is any problem with me saying this. Our company, if you ask them, they would prefer that we didn't spend time talking about national issues because you can hear that stuff anywhere. You can turn on any radio station in America and hear people talking about national issues. They want us to talk about the local things that we can only talk about here on the South Coast. And when you're talking about the local things, yeah, your ideologies might come into it, but it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party. Maybe you're trying to revive the Whigs. It doesn't matter what party you're part of when we're all talking about local issues that affect us all on a local level. And that's what our company wants us to talk about. And I'm sorry that some of you disagree with my perspective on things. But you know what? It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to affect the rest of your life or the rest of your day if I feel differently about things than you do. It doesn't mean that I can't give you all the information about what's going on on the South Coast. It doesn't mean that we can't have a conversations about that. But you're all out of your minds with the fact that somebody's on the radio that doesn't agree with you because for so long it was somebody that agreed with you. God forbid that there ever be somebody else that has a differing perspective. But I'm the problem. 508-996-0500, get to take a break. And listen, you deserve to have start off today with a great breakfast, right? You want to start your day off, you want to start your weekend off, stop on by Just Another Phoenix because not only will you find something delicious on the menu, but they're going to have those great weekend specials for you as well. So they're going to be rolling that out this morning. They, they just opened up about an hour ago, so you can stop on in and get yourself something unique. Something that you probably never thought of and something that I guarantee you will get your weekend started off right. And if you can't go in and sit down and have a full breakfast, that's okay. You can get a full breakfast through their drive-thru window. Try getting, you know, pancakes, French toast.
waste, omelets, all of that through the window at the fast food place. No, but you can get that at Just Another Phoenix. They're located on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth, and uh, they have a real sense of community, family feel when you go in there and eat. But again, if you can't go in there and eat, you can get their full menu through the drive through window. You don't even have to get out of the car. So check them out. Just another Phoenix restaurant. They're located on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. Got to take one final break here. We'll be right back. Um, All right, we'll call. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.